Hey folks, this is Abel James, and thanks so much for joining us on Fat Burning Man, where we talk about real food and real results. Have you ever thought about why health trends come and go? What if I told you that today's most popular fads and trends are actually created and exploited by a bunch of overweight 20-somethings who know next to nothing about health? Well, today we're here with Mr. Ryan Lee. He's an author, health entrepreneur, and father of four. He'll give us an insane inside peek into how the health industry actually works in the age of the internet and social media. Now, before we get to the interview, uh, let's, let's read a review that just came in from iTunes. This one is from Anna. She says, I've been listening to this podcast for several months, and I love sharing the information I hear with my husband and family. They all want to know how I became so knowledgeable about health and fitness. And I always tell them, it's the Fat Burning Man podcast. I've had to buy five of your books because all my friends and family want it after I tell them about the wild diet. Our family eats wild now, and we've never been healthier. Well, Anna, thank you so much for your comments. That makes me, I'm not going to lie, a little bit giddy on the inside. Uh, you know, whenever people find this way of eating and living at the beginning and especially start to get some positive momentum and results, there's the, an excitement that comes along with it. And I can tell you're in the middle of it. So kudos to you and your family. You know, in a lot of cases, getting your family on board can be the hardest part. So that really says a lot um, about not as much about what, what uh, my book says or, or what this podcast says, but more about your family. Um, so kudos to you guys and please, uh, say hi to them for me. Um, and by the way, if you've had any, uh, good luck or results listening to this show or reading any of, uh, my books and you'd like to get in touch, please just drop a line on social media or even better. You can go to fatburningman.com, sign up for the email list, reply to my email and uh, I read, I obviously can't reply to every single one, but I read as many as I can. And who knows, you might even wind up on this show. So I appreciate that. Thank you in advance. And thanks to all of you who have left reviews and comments over the many years that that we've been doing this show. And by the way, we recently became our own sponsor. And to celebrate, we're giving listeners like you a deal on our brand new goodies from Wild Superfoods. Right now, you can save over 128 bucks on your purchase of the Ultimate Daily Bundle, Future Greens, Mega Omegas, Vitamin D, Stack, and Probiotic Spheres delivered straight to your doorstep each month. All you have to do is go to wildsuperfoods.com then forward slash save128, save128, S-A-V-E, one, two, eight. All right, let's get to this show with Ryan Lee. I think you're going to like it. You're about to learn the inside dirt on how the health industry really works on the internet. Ryan's trick to no stress nutrition, how to get a great 20 minute workout without going to the gym and tons more. Let's go hang out with Ryan. This episode is brought to you by Wild Superfoods. Let's start with a quick question. Do health supplements really work? After testing many hundreds of tonics, supplements, powders, and potions over the past seven plus years, my wife Allison and I have found very few companies that we actually trust. Massive, faceless corporations seem to be running the show, often prioritizing profits well above our collective health. Many supplements in stores and online are of extremely low quality, 
are ridiculously overpriced, and some don't even contain the active ingredient they're supposed to be selling. We all deserve much better. That's why my wife Allison and I created Wild Superfoods. We're a small family business and we take our own products daily because we think they're the best out there. Our ultimate daily bundle provides you with a complete supplement regimen that you can trust to deliver maximum health benefits without the guesswork. Whether you're looking for Mega Omegas, Vitamin D Stack, Probiotic Spheres, or Future Greens, our cutting edge supplements have you covered. And as a listener of Fat Burning Man, you can save over $80 on a one-time purchase or save over $128 when you select subscribe and save. All you have to do is head on over to wildsuperfoods.com. You can type it into your address bar right now to order your very own health-boosting goodies for a rocking listener discount for a limited time. And as always, if you don't love any of our products from Wild Superfoods, then you get your money back. So one more time, all you have to do to check it out is visit wildsuperfoods.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you there. All right, folks, welcome back. This is Abel James, and today we're here with Ryan Lee. Ryan is an author and entrepreneur with a decades-long background in health and fitness, including a master's in exercise physiology. We've known each other for coming up on a decade now, and he's obsessed with living the good life, which mostly means spending as much time as possible with his wife and four kids. Ryan, little known fact, is also a big-time Cindy Lauper fan. Welcome to the show, Ryan. How's it going? <laughs> That's a great intro. Uh, yeah, it's and it's been, I, I just got to tell you personally, it's been so cool to watch your journey, Abel, from, you know, just so much happiness you have in your life because it really that's what it's about right like living a, so. a life with joy and purpose and doing what you want and we were even talking before we started recording about when you're in the studio and and playing and all this great stuff and remember you spoke at one of my events and you mm -hmm. were jamming in between and playing songs I, <laughs> I just that to me lights me up seeing other people happy too so we're gonna have some fun today Right on. Yeah, let's do it. So speaking of last time, I think that was the last time I saw you, which was probably around three, three ish years ago. And um, you were looking a little bit haggard. Tell yeah. You're looking so much better now. I know you're feeling oh better. Tell, tell us what happened. It was uh, I still don't look as good as Abel James, but I'm trying. Oh, come on. Um, you know, it was it was a few really rough years. So I had you said a decade long. I've been actually online now started my first business 20 years ago. So and I started as a health and fitness professional, former captain of my track team in college. Everything was good, fit, and things started to happen. You know, I had my first kid, my second, my third, my yeah. fourth. They start having chicken fingers. You're eating a chicken finger here. You're having a little mac and cheese there. And um, and business was going well. And then all of a sudden, almost overnight, I don't want to get into too much of details, it basically collapsed. Uh, one bad deal, someone – one of our top people left, took all of our all of our affiliates. Everything fell apart. Wow! So from millions of dollars in revenue a month to millions of dollars of debt um, within months. Right about that time, my mom uh, was only 63 and she passed away from cancer. Uh, so I had the four kids, all of a sudden now in debt, business falling apart, and my health started to suffer. I started to gain weight, and all of a sudden I woke up and. My fingers were really stiff. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then mm -hmm. my feet, and it was, it was getting worse and worse. It took about three months going to doctors for them to finally diagnose an autoimmune disorder called psoriatic arthritis, which is re. It was so painful, Abel, where I, I could barely walk. Really? And I remember, I'll never forget one night. My wife and I were going out on a date night, and 
she's like, oh, we could park here. And the, the restaurant was like two blocks away. I'm like, it, it hurts too much to walk. I, I need to find a spot in front. Wow. And I'm like, I, so the doctor and said, you got to go How old on. at this point were you? This was about, about four years ago, five years, right about the time you saw me. Yeah. Like it was kind of up and down with the autoimmune. Wow. And the doctor said, I need to go on methotrexate, which is chemo. I said, hell no. Let me figure out what's going on. And that was that was been this kind of long journey uh, when now now I'm, I just turned 46 um, recently. I don't want to date myself here, but uh, just turned 46 and I'm back to the same weight and pant size I was in high school. Is that right? So I, I dropped like, Good for yeah, you. I'm, I'm back feeling amazing. Um, I didn't have to go on the chemo drugs. My mm -hmm. I do. I still get some little symptoms once in a while, especially when the weather is really humid and rainy. I feel a little tightness in my joints. But yep. overall, I run. I play tennis. I work out every day uh, and just feeling great. And it it's um, it's been man, it's been a crazy, <laughs> a crazy, crazy journey back. But uh, I'm feeling 20 years younger, 30 years younger. You're looking, I would say, 10 years younger since last time I saw you, which is like four four years ago, right? So yeah, no, no. I, I, like, I feel like I got this new lease on life. Um, and I know your show isn't just health. I know you talk about personal development and mindset. And it all, everything is integrated. Family, your financial health, your mental health, your fitness. And if one of those is out of sync, right. you're not really – going to live an optimal life. So you got to try your best to kind of work on each of them. That's why it drives me crazy when I keep hearing all this other hustle, hustle, work your, till you're dead. And right. what the hell's the point? Well, especially now, because um, I, I do feel like it was almost a different era, you know, um, when I first got to meet you in the early 2010s, um, mm -hmm. things were really intense then. They were as intense as they'd ever been in a lot of ways. Since then, though, it's it's doubled or tripled or just like everything that's coming at us now, all of the misinformation, all of the hype, all of the stress, all the technology right. that's supposed to be good for us, but that's debatable. Um, what was the thing then that that really made it fell apart? What weren't you doing or, or what was the the problem that you fixed? Um, it was I think if I had to say the one thing that was that was wrong. It was complexity. I made things mm. too complex. Mm -hmm. Um, my business was too, I had too many things, too many moving parts you that a caused a lot on, of stress. Yeah. I had a lot. I had like eight corporations I was trying to run at once, which was insane. Yeah. Um, I was, and then, you know, because I had this financial stress, I was choosing, I, I had to, I was going on the road and speaking a lot because the way it worked, you go to an event, you speak, you sell, you pitch, yep. you make money. And that's what I was doing. But it also led to difficulties with my relationships. I wasn't seeing my kids as much, which led to this kind of emotional thing. Yep. Um, the nutrition was way too complex and I was eating a lot of crap, a lot of processed stuff. Uh, so it was, I finally started to say, how do I run this simplicity filter on every aspect of my life? So my business, let me sell or close down the things that were underperforming. Let me just focus on one thing. Okay, mm -hmm. that was set. Um, family and relationships. The one simple thing I did was say no to every single speaking gig. And yeah. I knew I was going to take a hit, yeah. but I said, I'm going to have to figure out ways to recoup that revenue. So for six years, Abel, I did not travel once to speak. Wow. Not one. I just said that was it. And for six years, I didn't speak one time. I bet your family um, loved that. Oh my God. It was great. Not that I traveled that much, but it was, yeah. it was enough where like, Oh, dad's going. And my kids would always cry when I'd leave. Right. So 
you know, simplifying that and simplifying with my nutrition was, well, my exercise saying, okay, I'm just going to do the same workout 20 minutes a day. That's it. I don't have to go too crazy and complex. I don't need to do a whole full year periodized program. I'm not mm-hmm. training for the Olympics, mm-hmm. simple 20 minute workout. And then nutritionally simple. Let me just start and win the morning. That was my whole thing. I'll win the morning and have something good to eat in the morning. And it was for me, since I'm on the go four kids, it was find a good bar. And that's why I created this rewind bar because I couldn't find a good one. Yeah. That was it. Every single area of my life, simple, 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 simple. And it's like, and, and the one interesting thing, which it's funny, you brought up the stress, the technology. And we were talking how you didn't have internet for eight months before yeah. we started recording here. <laughs> I think I'm telling you, I think there's also a shift. I think a lot of people are feeling that stress and that pressure and that strain. Mm-hmm. I think there's a shift going back to analog, you know, yeah. going back to, Okay, cool. I've got this phone. I could do everything. I could download everything. I'm over it. Let me buy some records. Yeah. Even I remember all my music. I got rid of all my records, got rid of my tapes, got mm-hmm. rid of my books and started watching stuff on Kindle. And now I find myself back to buying physical books. Right. I'm buying records again. Even my Isn't wife loved the Kindle. She's buying. We're going on vacation. She's buying books. And, it, and you see a lot of people, record sales, book sales, it's all trending up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people are just like, all right, that can do all that stuff, the phone, but awesome. Let me kind of come back to analyze. And kids, my kids love records now. Do it's they? It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we go to the record store. We buy records. Um, new all the, all the new artists are putting records out. Right. Uh, so it's uh, – I, I think we're seeing a trend kind of coming back. So it's, it's, it's been fun and interesting. That's good to hear because uh, for me, especially as someone who makes music, my music library is really important. Like having the songs available to listen to, whether they're mine or someone else's. Uh, and then having that taken away by Apple, for example, because they totally botched iTunes so many times over the years, um, deleted my music from various computers, you know, like deleted music that I had bought and paid for from them and overpaid for and all this other stuff. So I find the same thing. It's like we literally go to thrift shops around Colorado and we'll buy old CDs, oh, yeah. we'll buy old tapes, great. We'll buy all sorts of old stuff. And it's got the smell. It's got the tactile feeling. Oh. It's real. And most importantly, it doesn't interrupt you all day long with crappy advertising and it doesn't make you pay to listen to it without advertising because you already paid for this music. You're nailing it in so many ways. It's tactile. You feel it. You, you own it. Like Mm -hmm. Apple can't take, they can't, you can see on the wall behind me. If some people watching, I have a record of Huey Lewis and Michael Jackson and the beat (laughs) and the bangle and Apple can't come and take that away from me. That's yeah. my I physically own that. I own my books and I could and it's an experience. You sit down, you play the record, you read the book, you feel it, you mm-hmm. that smell. When I go into a record store or a bookstore, my it's like I my childhood. That. So uh, I, I think in life in general, just sometimes we need to unplug. Of course mm-hmm. you gotta listen to the Abel James podcast, but after you listen, <laughs> like unplug and go for walks and reconnect with family and relationships. And here's something crazy, guys. Pick up the phone and call someone. Yeah. Not a text. Actually make phone calls. Um, I think that's the key to life. That really is like getting unplugged. Well, yeah. And getting one thing I've done recently that I think has really helped um, psychologically and emotionally is getting back in touch with a lot of my old friends from elementary Mm. school, high school, even before that, in some cases, outside of Facebook, outside of social media, outside of that whole thing where they're literally trying to program your consciousness and your mind against your will without you even knowing it most of the time you know like feeds are so manipulative 
now that it's a dangerous place for a lot of people to be. We're going dark. We're going dark. This took a dark turn. We're going dark. Well, even (laughs) especially for the, I think the generations that are, that are um, more advanced than you, Ryan, who, Mm -hmm. those are the ones that, that really concern me at this point. The the way that people are being taken advantage of and advertised to without even knowing it in a lot of cases is really problematic. And that, that applies to audio, video, text, and, and that, and, and everything else. I remember, you know, let's say it was 2011, 2010. Blogging was the thing. I was doing it. You were, you were doing it big time. And if you searched for something back then, you could find information usually from like a professor or someone who was just like a writer or a blogger. Now you look up something and good luck just uh, good luck trying to find anything that remotely resembles the truth, you know? It's, you don't know. And then you get, you know, the people who have so much more in, influence are, you know, called influencers. And some mm-hmm. of these people just make stuff up. And, and you can pay for it. It's paid for. They don't even realize. They, so they could be wearing a t-shirt or holding this drink and saying, oh my God, I have this every morning. And no, you don't. Yeah. You're lying. Like you, you were paid 10 grand to say that. Right. Uh, And they don't disclose it, at least back in the day when we were kids watching TV shows and a commercial came on, we at least knew it was a commercial. Like, okay, this is a paid commercial, whether they sucked us in or not, or we wanted to buy the Captain Crunch, whatever, right? At least we knew. Now, we have no idea. Like, is this person really like it? Do they not? Um, And it's pretty easy to be a person of, quote unquote, influence online now, Um, especially in the fitness industry. Just get a a six pack abs. (laughs) Yeah. Six pack abs and you're good or be a young guy and take a picture in front of a a Ferrari. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you're going to teach people how to be a millionaire and rich and get it's just I uh, (laughs) not your Ferrari, a rented Ferrari. Of course, um, not even a rented Ferrari. You, you, Ferrari. I can't even say Ferrari. It's so <laughs> ingrid. But uh, yeah, you borrowed it from a buddy, or you just in a parking lot. You just stand right next to it, and then right. you walk away. Uh, it's it's crazy the stuff that it is. Going so on. I think there's a, there's another thing you can do. Hopefully, helping technology work uh, for you or, or or with you, where it's like I just e- I found the emails or or the numbers of my old friends. Then you get in touch. Like you said, you give them a call, you give them a text or an email, what have you. But but you get out of that whole circus, right, that most of mm-hmm. these, these platforms that have paid advertising are, are putting us all through at this point. And I, I think that's that's a really important positive thing that most of us can do. And, and when it comes to listening to, uh, you know, podcasts and other things like that, I was still finding ways of like downloading things to bring back to our house from the coffee shop. Usually we we'd like <laughs> get internet, you know, we go to the coffee shop, get some, get wired up on caffeine, get some great coffee, download a couple of things, might be podcasts, might be a video or something like that and go back and watch it. And, uh, and when you do that, you're not getting advertised to. And, and, and to your point, I think it's really dangerous, especially when it comes to health, when you have advertising that is not disclosed, which is just all over the place and there are barely any repercussions for it. Um, even, you know, keto as a, as a keyword, there aren't many people I've had on the show who could, I think speak to this, but one of the reasons I assume it took off is because it was a cheaper keyword to buy on the internet for marketers than other words I'm like sure. paleo or like yeah. gluten-free or even Atkins because it had been around for a long time, but keto, it's a new word so they can just pump it everywhere turn it into the biggest fad ever and then sell all of these products around it. So can you tell us a little bit how that works? Because I don't think most people understand. You mean how it works with the influencers getting paid? Well, Uh, on on, 
or, or trends how it works in, being in terms of trends. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. trends happening yeah, so, because they're paid for because of cheap yeah. advertising. So, so yeah, that that's exactly what happens. So, especially with ads on some of these social media platforms. So there's there's ads you can buy on search engines like Google. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much Google, right? Some yeah, some with Bing and right. Yahoo, but pretty much Google. Or you do social ads on on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, and there are a lot of really smart marketers who like to kind of hack stuff. I know we talk about like hacking our body and brain yeah. and all that. They like hack money. <laughs> somehow. Right. They hack business and marketing. So they'll say, okay, well, there's this trend. People, well, pe- never, tra- people always want to lose weight, right? People can sure. never be too thin or too rich. Uh, so they're like, well, what's the next thing? Okay. Well, it's, it's still the kind of low carb phase, but paleo is maybe on its way out or it's not as hot as it used to be. What's this thing? Keto. Okay. Keto going into ketosis, let's kind of brand that. And then what happens is you'll get these marketers and it's, it's, if people only knew how it really worked, it could be two or three guys, 23 year old guys who, they could be 350 pounds. And they usually are, by the way, Yeah. not that I'm judging, but you know, beards just in a dark room and they go to these events and then what they do is they'll call up a supplement company and they'll find some product. So whatever it is, it could be, it could be nothing. It could be mostly crap and, and filler. And they'll call it like the keto something, keto fat flush. And they put that label on and they'll get the friggin' crap pills for two bucks a bottle. Mm-hmm. And then they call it, you know, the ultimate keto fat flush product. And they'll be able to buy and they'll sell it for $59 a bottle. Mm-hmm. And they'll be able to buy ads on Facebook and they'll say, well, it cost me a dollar a click, but I know for every one click I'm selling 10. So it cost me 10 bucks, but I sold 10 bottles at 50, 69, $60 each. So it cost me a hundred bucks. I made 600 and mm-hmm. then they take all that money and put it back and did it. And all of a sudden you're seeing them everywhere and they do fake testimonials and all, and you believe everyone mm-hmm. and they make a lot of money really quickly. But then it falls apart because it doesn't deliver on the promise and right. terrible customer support because they don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a churn and burn. And they close that down and they do the next thing, just like they did with um, what was it? What was the supplement years ago with um, Dr. Oz mentioned it once as oh. a. I remember. Um, as a, um, was it the raspberry uh, ketones he was talking about? Yeah, the, the ketones. And then there was something else. Too. I got. I can't. Remember. It's every year. There's like something, mm-hmm. and people were making millions yep. on these crappy pills that had like a an extract of one thing, which it's 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 like a speck of it, and it doesn't even work. Yeah. And that's the way the industry works. So so it was. God, I can't remember the name of that product because <laughs> that, that's how disposable this stuff is. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's keto now and soon it'll be something else. Mm-hmm. Who the heck knows? It could be, you know, pen, the pen diet. <laughs> it, you know, put balance the pen on your nose and then you don't eat and take the pen pills. And, and it's, it is, it's, it's manipulation. And that's why I just stick to like real food, eat good stuff. If you want to have something, if you want to have freaking Kit Kat once in a while, go have a Kit Kat. You're not going to die. Right. Um, there's a lot of people who try to scare you and yep. saying, I could never do this. And the, I think the minute you say, and some people might disagree with me, and I get it, and especially if you have some kind of medical issue. But the, the minute any quote-unquote diet says you could never, ever eat this again, mm-hmm. I it's you now are in like – you're playing defense all day. Yeah. So if, if someone says you could never, ever drink beer again because it has sugar and it has this, and all of a sudden you're going to become a fat, obese slob if you drink one thing of beer. Right. Now you're going out with your friends, your old high school buddies. Everyone's having – and you can't have one, and you're just sitting there, yeah. and you're, you're upset. And what's the point? 
So right. everything in moderation, including moderation. So yeah, that's, that's how it works. That's a uh, welcome to internet marketing, my friends. Yeah, it is. It's a dangerous <laughs> world, especially if you're not aware of, of even a little bit of how it works because it's gotten so pernicious. I never, I never would have predicted where it's gone. How about you? Are you surprised? I, you know, what's really, um, and thankfully I think they're starting to get stricter now. Yeah. Amazon was really bad because oh, people yeah. can easily put a product on Amazon, a supplement, fake call products. it anything, come up with fake products yeah. and put it on. But now Amazon, I believe is starting to have the barrier higher. Now you got to pay a couple thousand bucks just to be in there in that oh, category. That right? Yeah. That's yeah. They're good. starting to change it. So it's at least starting to weed out that. But if people ever went into Facebook, private Facebook groups for e-commerce people or mm. how to make money in supplements, their heads would explode if they saw some of the stuff going on. Yeah. Like, like, oh, $2 a bottle. That's too cheap. I need to buy it for a dollar. You know, oh, right. can I, I, I bought it for a dollar. Can I sell it for 89? Mm -hmm. um, but does it work? I don't know. I had one guy I did a coaching call with. I swear to you, Abel, he, he said, oh, I have this great idea for a hair product. It's a supplement. And it's going to help you grow back your hair. I said, well, what is it? It's, it, it's, and he listed these four ingredients. I said, well, that's interesting. What's, what's the research? What are the studies behind it? He goes, yeah. oh, I don't know. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, he goes, well, I looked into four, the four ingredients and they all seem like they would work. I said, but what about if you put them together? Is there any contraindications working together? He goes, well, I don't know. He yeah. said, but you know, I see other people selling stuff like that. So I can too. Right. And, and that, and this is a person who wants to put out a product. And I said, look, um, I can't help you. And I refunded his money. I'm like, I can't, I can't yeah. help you. Yeah. Ethically, I, I cannot do this. And I said, and you shouldn't do it either. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he ever did or not, but that's, these are the type of people doing it. That's why I knew if I was going to build a health company again, we're going to be hundred percent transparent. I'm going to answer every single question. I'm going to list all the ingredients. I'm going to be on video and we're going to show, and we're going to do our own fulfillment, handle all of our own stuff and be real and honest. And this is what it is. This is how we make it. This is everything. Um, and I wish I, I want to try to raise the bar, no pun intended on my Rewind Super Bar, but yeah. I want to raise the bar and have everyone else do the same thing. Hopefully, yeah. I'm hoping, that, or at least make it so, at least drive them out of business. Right. <laughs> Not that it's more for me, but at least to protect the consumer because people just don't know. One of the interesting things about that, and you brought it up, like um, the margins, especially when you're talking about supplements or, or even uh, bars, protein bars, superfoods bars, what have you, the people who you're talking about, who, who just own the internet right now, who own social media right now, their, their margins are, are literally, they're trying to get, you know, a bottle of supplements for less than a dollar from China. Usually they don't really know what's in it. They don't know if the active ingredients are in it. They don't know what else. They might don't know. Be they don't care. And they, they don't, don't care. care. And they're nope. selling it on Amazon saying that it's something else sometimes. And since they're so good at knowing how Amazon works and rising to the rankings, they they can just do that. Yet, um, so um, Allison and myself, we started our own line of health supplements um, in the past few months. We've been getting it off the ground, and our margins are nothing like that. We make like a small with real food with real things. You make a small amount of margin, and it doesn't really leave anything for advertising everywhere on the internet. You're selling a real yeah. thing, you're making a little bit and hopefully at least breaking even. But how do you, you know, I do see that as a model maybe for, and I hate the word influencers, but anyone who is a creator, I think of content, especially in health, there is a model where you, you can be your own sponsor if you make a good product and, and you deliver on that promise over time. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, 
But that's challenging, especially when the margins are so much smaller. So wh- how do you see a way forward for the people who are doing it right? Well, yeah, and, and I hear you. And bars, by the way, our, our, our bar, the margins are tiny. Yeah. Uh, tiny. E- even the first, first 50, 100,000 bars, we're not making any money at all yeah. um, because we're, we're just trying to turn them over and sell. But right. uh, the way, the, here's the way that you do it you have to think long-term. So you have to think, okay, whatever the product is. So if it, if it isn't in the nutrition space, whether it's a supplement or a bar, or even let's say in the beauty space and it's skincare, it's something that people consume or put on them and use it every day or every week or every month and replenish, you're in the retention model. So right. while your margins are thinner, um, you're going to have to hope that they stick with you longer. So you, you might, especially if you're doing paid traffic, you might lose money on the first sale. And we do with the first, when we do advertising, we lose money for every bar we sell, but we know X percent are going to rebuy once and twice. And then it's all about the lifetime customer value. And then if they like you and trust you and you put out good stuff and you deliver what you say is in the bottle or in the cream, then you could, you can create more products and a line of products. And then Mm -hmm. they might try one or two. And now all of a sudden their average spend goes up each month. And now you could start to have some profit, but it's, it's much different than the cheap dollar supplement, get them in once, uh, you know, make it really hard for them to cancel and fight the yep. chargebacks yep. and then you shut down. It's a, two different models. I'm all about what you're doing too. Long term, you can create your own brand and product, but it's got to be good. Um, the It used to be years ago, you can create a crappy product and have a year or two where no one even really knows. Right. Now, right. thankfully, at least with social, people start to be like, oh, this person's scammy. I don't like right. this. Their product's crap. So at least it kind of cuts it back a little bit. But these some of these marketers move so fast uh, so that fast. It's, <laughs> it, it, they do. Uh, they're up on the I mean, I'm sure there's there's another trend coming down the pike that people are already picking up on. Oh, of course. Cheap keywords. Right. Uh, even and it astonishes me. But this when my my book the Wild Diet came out. This was back in, in 2015 now, before the ABC TV show and, and all that of this. Was 20, I remember when that came out. I can't believe that's... I know, it was a while ago now. But that, okay, so within three days, there was, uh, I, I think there were three fake copies of The Wild Diet on Amazon outranking me and Penguin Random House, <laughs> the biggest publisher in the world, outranking me. And the uh, the author, I think his name is, and he's still up there. I, I complained and all this stuff. Uh, it's like Adel Jones or something like that. And they took a stock <laughs> image that is almost in the same position as like my biography's stock image. And I don't know how many people have bought this stuff. But I remember I looked into one of the books that they were selling pretending to be me. And it said like, oh, the wild diet. Eat a bunch of like real food and health food and stuff. And the recipe for I think it was like. A, a quail or a partridge or something like that. It said, put it in the oven for 45 minutes at like 180 degrees and then serve it up with care. And I'm like, you're going to kill everybody with this. Like Amazon, <laughs> take this down immediately. Four years later or whatever, it's still up there. Like Amazon is doing nothing about any of this. And I, and I don't know how many people are thinking that's me, you know, dying because of it. I mean, this is real stuff happening. It is. It's happening and people don't realize it. Um, you just have to be a smarter, educated consumer and yeah. and reach out to companies. You know, if you're interested in buying something, reach out to their customer support and see how quickly they get back to you. You know, things like that. That's a like good that. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if, if this says, hey, contact us anytime, send them an email. And if they don't respond to you, all right, they don't care. Yeah. Um, and most don't. 
That's a good point. Yeah, you know, because because uh, a lot of those people who are make, making such money with the paid traffic and those high margins, they're not going to spend money on what you just talked about, right? They're not going to spend money on customer support or their customers. So that's actually a pretty good way of telling, like, get in touch with them, see if there's anything that comes back. Yeah. Their, their customer support is usually they hire one person overseas, sometimes in the Philippines for like three, four dollars an hour. Yeah. And that's it. Um, we ha- I mean, we have a whole team here yeah. in the in the actual space. Most people don't do that. They spend more. We spend more money on customer support than we do on marketing. And that's wow. yeah. really how it should be. It should um, be. Yeah, it should be. I mean, that you should be taking care of people and you should be taking care of as a customer. Of course. Well, you're feeding these people, right? I mean, you're literally feeding these people. I absolutely. Um, it's much not that you should you should do anything bad if you're selling a book or an online course or anything. Sure. Um, but it's still just we have the one overall philosophy in our business. And I always have it's just do the right thing. Yeah, just do the right thing. Treat people how you'd want them to treat your own mom and dad and your brother and sister or your kids or your spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, every email we send, everything, even if and sometimes look, some as an entrepreneur, sometimes the customer is wrong. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. The whole yeah. customer is right. Sometimes they're wrong. Um, but still have empathy, listen to them, treat them with respect um, and still do the right thing, even if they're not entitled to a refund, even if they ate half the bar and this guy send it back. OK, go ahead. Like yeah. it, It's fine. Right? Just do the right thing. Um, think long term and take care of people. And that's yeah. it. It's 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 pretty simple. Then you're growing, growing a business and hopefully a good one, not just making quick money off of tactics. Long term, man, you got to start thinking people have to think long term. And it's it's hard to do that because everyone wants the fast money. No one wants to get rich slowly. They want to get rich quick. But let me ask you this. Was it more money that got you out of your problems recently? It doesn't seem like it. it. Seems like spending less money almost. And I might be reading in in between the lines here, but. Yeah. I mean, we were spending, well, the, the problem was our, our business model was broken. Um, our business model relied, uh, that particular business relied on other people marketing us. Mm-hmm. So we ran, basically our company was the back end nutrition company for all these big online fitness professionals. And it was great because we, we only paid them commission when they sold something. So when they're, they're going out, they're spending all their time and effort on their list and promoting us. So it was almost like free money for us, which is great when they're promoting, but it's not great when they stop. Right. <laughs> and all of a sudden we have millions of dollars in inventory and we can't sell it. Wow. Um, so that was one thing I learned about business and, and you know what, in life too, you can't, you just, you can't rely on other people. You have to take control. So in business, you have to take control of your marketing, your like everything in life. You have to take control of your health, your nutrition, your relationships, your your ability to unplug and go for a walk and listen mm-hmm. to some some able buy some able James CDs and chill out <laughs> like you are in control. Um, you can't rely on other people to do it for you. That's just that's life. Um, and it was a big life lesson for me along those lines. So you mentioned a workout that you do. Um, were you working out before then when you were having health problems or was this something you started again? And what does it look like? I, I'd always kept work. I'd always worked out like my from the time I was 12, I've always worked out in some way, shape or form. You were a runner. Yeah. I was a sprinter all through high school and college and yeah. And I had a, I had a good career and, uh, school records. Like I, I was, I was a pretty good sprinter, but so I always worked out, 
but my workouts, as I started getting older, started becoming less sporadic. Some days it would be, all right, I'm just going to do like 20 pushups. Um, so it just wasn't consistent. It wasn't. And some days I'd go to the gym and lift weights and some days I wouldn't. So then I said, you know, I just need to find the most effective, efficient workout, something that what, cause my joints were bothering me. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to start sprinting again. So can I just share my workout? What I do? Yeah, please do. Okay. It's called the wild workout with, <laughs> with Adel Jones, uh, <laughs> run a mountain every day. Uh, no. So, so it's really simple. I, I wanted to combine, um, some low intensity cardio stuff with some strength training. So what I do is I go on the treadmill and I set at the highest incline. We, I do this in my house, highest incline. And I walk at about 4.1 miles an hour. So it's like a fast walk. Do that for exactly two minutes, press, stop, jump off carefully, of course, eight pull-ups. So right now I've been working up to it. Eight pull-ups, 15 push-ups, nice. 20 abdominal crunches or different types of abdominal crunches. Back on the treadmill, two minutes, hop off eight, 15, 20. I do that for eight cycles. It takes about 24, 25 minutes, done. Are you resting at all in between the, no. uh, the exercises, nope. just going straight from one to the other? Tre- treadmill, Pull-ups, push-ups, crunch, back on. And I find that – so I'm doing push, pushing movements. I'm doing mm-hmm. pulling movements. I've got some of the cardio benefit at, at the high incline. It's good for my lower body. Um, I've got the abdominal stuff and then I do some some uh, some stretching and mobility stuff as well after, just cool. like foam rolling. And that's that's it. That's all I do. And I've by doing that, you know, the workouts are part of it and obviously the nutrition is the other. And that's how I've been able to transform my health. But that's it. And I always tell people like – you got to do what works for you, what fits right. into your lifestyle and what you enjoy. If you like yoga, do yoga. If you like CrossFit and it's working for you and you're not pulling your shoulder out of your socket, do CrossFit. Like yeah. whatever. Seriously, if it works for you and you enjoy it, if you like playing tennis, play tennis. Anyone who says this is the only workout to do and this right. is one, it's, it's wrong. Everything's – you know, if you like hiking, go hike. Nutri- and you, you know, Abel, nutrition's like 90% of it anyway. Yeah. I could do these 20-minute workouts and wash it down with three Big Macs yep. and I'm not going to get fit. So uh, – but it's it's really more about doing what you like and the consistency of it. Yeah. Uh, just being consistent. For me, it's at least five days a week I do that workout. The other days I'll walk. I'll, I'll play tennis. I play basketball with my kids. Uh, just staying active. Uh, every time I do conference calls, I put my headset on and I walk cool. and sometimes I'll walk for 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's, that's my deal. And, uh, you just find, you got what works for you. If you were, you know, flying to California, taking that, that speaking gig, like some people who might be listening, wh- how would you fit the work workout in then? Or what would you do then? It's, it's the highest priority. I make sure if I'm go if I'm going to a uh, an event because I just spoke at a at a big event in Toronto a oh, couple cool. weeks ago, um, and I looked and I made sure the hotel had a gym. That was it. I brought my sneakers and and I I always get up early in the morning. Get up about five forty five six in the morning. First thing I do go downstairs and I got my workout in twenty minutes done. If I'm I'm traveling and there's no um, there's no gym, I'll just do the I'll do a workout. I'll do it without the treadmill, obviously, in my room. I'll do push-ups. You can actually hang off a door. Sounds crazy, but usually the the bathroom door in a hotel is pretty solid. Yeah. Go as close to you, as you can to the joints. Yeah. Hold on to the top. Open the door. Hold on to the top and do pull-ups sliding up against the door. And like do your that. crunch. I've done things like that. I think at our size, we can handle that. Maybe not for uh, the taller folks who are listening. They, they may not be able to. Well, you have to bend your knees. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, if you're like five eight and under, you're good. But otherwise, um, and just find creative ways to do stuff. Do push-ups against the bed. Do push-up with your your feet on the the your your body is still your best training tool. Yeah. And everyone thinks you need weights and all this stuff, and you really don't. No. You don't. You don't. Uh, and and here's here's a oh so here's a cool workout that I've done at a hotel to break it up. Mm-hmm. Um, we we go, always go to North Carolina to see my wife's family. I said, let me try something different. So they have it was uh, I think like an eight floor hotel. I I find the emergency stairs, you know. I go in the stairwell, walk up a flight, five push-ups on the landing. Walk up another flight, five push-ups. Walk up another, all the way up to the top, down. Do that a couple of times. Yeah, man creative, right? So now I'm getting my cardio. I'm getting some lower body stuff. I'm getting a pull. I'm getting some, uh, some, some strength training in Mm -hmm. 15, 20 minutes. Good to go. Do you find that, that when you started working out like that, that it in some ways made it easier to eat, right? Cause you had momentum. That's the word momentum. That is the friggin' word. Uh, when you have that momentum and the hardest part, you know, it's like a flywheel. The hardest mm-hmm. part is getting started, getting yeah, that momentum. But once you get momentum and you're working out and you're feeling good, it's it's amazing. Uh, it helps so much. But the key, you know, it, it's really you got to start your morning routine right. Whatever it is for you in the morning, you got to get that routine dialed in and consistent. And you win. What happens is you win the morning. You take that momentum into the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, you know what? I feel good. I had something good in the morning. I got a quick workout in. Now for for lunch, I don't want to have, you know, a Subway, twelve inch turkey right. thing with all this crap on it, uh, unless Subway is one of your sponsors. And yes, go have your your footlongs up. <laughs> I don't um, think so. <laughs> I, I would I would imagine they're not. Uh, so. Then you you know you're like you know what I'll have I should have a better lunch let me have a salad with some good lean wild protein of course there we go and now you carry that momentum into the, into dinner and if you do that my whole philosophy is I, you know I love the 80s the 80s the 80 percent rule 80 percent of the time eat really good clean stuff mm-hmm. the other 20 percent go crazy you know like I love the movies when I go to the movies I don't care if it's a wild diet or not I don't care if it's paleo or not or keto or not I'm having some freaking popcorn. Yeah. Oh, I am too, man. <laughs> I'm like a Pavlovian dog. I got to have some popcorn. And to tell me I could never have it again, we're going to have some problems. So yeah. eat right, do the right thing 80% of the time, 20%, enjoy it. And if you know, and, and it's it's a lot about planning. If you know you you were going out tonight with your, your old high school buddies and you, you guys are meeting at a pizza place and you know they have pizza and beer and you like beer and you like pizza. So Maybe you eat even cleaner during the day. Okay, you know what? I'm going to make sure my breakfast and my lunch is going to be a good spinach with sardines and water all day, have a really good workout. Mm -hmm. So then at night, you know what? I could have a slice of pizza, two slices of pizza and have a beer and not feel so guilty about it and fall off the wagon. Just plan ahead. That's what it's all about. And and one of the worrying things for me is is hearing so much about keto and and how great it is for all these these people who are doing it is – the amount of foods that it that it kicks out forever and the way that 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 a lot of people are bragging about how keto they are by by peeing on sticks or getting blood testing meanwhile the the pee stick companies and the blood testing companies are making a killing on this and all the keto <laughs> companies are making a killing but but meanwhile people can't eat popcorn they can't have that beer they can't have that pizza because if you're keeping it less than 20 grams of carbs a day Will it help you lose weight? 
Absolutely. So will not eating anything for a long time. You know, it's like lots of things will help you lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. So, so will living in the desert and starving yourself. Right. So will cutting off your arm. Right. Um, doesn't mean you should do it. <laughs> but learning how to eat well, learning how to eat in a balanced way, I believe requires popcorn from time to time, requires beer, perhaps from time to time. Like this is our life. Right. This is our sanity. How could you ever give all of this stuff stuff up forever because someone says that you can't eat any carbs, In, including vegetables? A lot of people have given up vegetables. I've heard uh, people, you know, especially on social media, they're like, I've given up the wild diet to go keto and I'm having great results. And it's like, so you've just given up vegetables. Is that what you're doing here? How is that working for you? You know, I'm substituting it with a big slab of bacon uh, <laughs> and just a whole bunch of cream yeah. cheese just by the block. You should see, you should see the comments we get on Facebook because our bar, it yeah. has dates. I mean, if you look at the ingredient, it has dates. We have spinach, kale, almond butter, cashew butter, strawberries, blueberries, cherries. So we have carbs in there and they're yeah. like, too many carbs. Right. But it's, it's, it's got it's like so 10 grams or something, food. right? Yeah. It's not a lot of carbs. So what? Your body also needs carbs. Yeah. You know, you need carbs. If you have zero carbs, you're in big trouble. So just eat. And, and I, I really like the way you phrase that, Abel, is that sometimes, you know, popcorn is required. <laughs> You know, and I, I like that, that because, <laughs> but it is it it, and and maybe people don't like popcorn, but they have everyone has something they have they their kind of popcorn. Like they have their thing. Maybe yeah. it's potato chips. Maybe it's a Hershey bar. Whatever, right? Everyone's got their pop. Mine's, I'll tell you what mine is: yeah. soft baked chocolate chip cookies. Ooh, gooey chocolate talking. chip cookies out of the oven. Oh, now that's cracking me. Um, <laughs> but so have it once in a while. Don't have a dozen a day. Right. Don't. You know, you use use some common sense, but eat right most of the time and enjoy that. And that's really the spice. Of, that's that's the key to life. And then you, so what? You lost some weight with keto, but are you? First of all, you're never going to keep it. Off. You will never ever keep it off because that is not sustainable. It's not a sustainable way to live. You're not living like that for 30 years. You're not. And sure. anytime you go quote unquote on a diet, you come off a diet, and then you start eating crap, and then you're going to gain the 50 pounds, and then you look for the next thing. That what maybe the next trend is called shmito. Right. Like it's keto and has to start with an SM. Right. How do you eat? I mean, like, do you, you probably don't call yourself paleo or keto or wild or anything like that. Like a human freaking being. Yeah. You're just eating. It's a, I have the human diet. I mean, I have my bar. I have my bar in the morning with a glass of water. I'll have a, a coffee or a latte later. I have a really good salad for lunch. My favorite salad people think is disgusting. I freaking love it. A big bowl of greens. Lots and lots of greens yeah. with sardines. Ooh, sardines. sardines. And <laughs> Ooh, you are from the Bronx, great. aren't you? Oh, yeah, I love it. Uh, so, <laughs> open, uh, well, I'm Jewish. That's like that's part of our. That's like my soul food. Sardines packed in olive oil, and I yeah. put in this. No, I sardines are good up. for you too. It is one of the healthiest foods on the planet. Well, that's like um, a, t- a typical Caesar salad, right? The way it's supposed to be made. The, yeah, the anchovies, but I don't even like Caesar salad with all that dressing. I, I use the, the olive oil that the sardines are packed in as my dressing. Right yeah. So I chop it all up. Yep. That's my lunch. And then for dinner, I eat what, you know, and usually around three o'clock, I'll have another bar. And then at dinner, I eat whatever I want. Yeah. That's it. That's my, and a lot of times, because now I, I'm really loving salad, I'll have another salad. I'll have a big salad, maybe with a piece of salmon or tuna or chicken yeah. or something. Because I like it because it's got the vegetables. It tastes good. I like it chopped it up. It makes you and you feel know what? good, right? It does. And I, 
I also like honey mustard. I'll put a little honey mustard in it. Is it as good as extra virgin olive oil from an indigenous tribe that you slaughter to get it? No. <laughs> but it tastes freaking good, and it makes me want to eat more salad. So right. 80% of my salad is good, 20%. All right, not the greatest, but so what? So you got to be good to yourself. you got to give yourself permission to like what you like. Yeah, yeah, even with the salad. You know what I have sometimes with it? Some Pringles. Why not? I like a little crunch. I bet you get a lot of crap from the guys around you. Do they bust your chops, especially when you were trying to get healthier, or were they pretty supportive? They were – well, you know what? Uh, they are pretty supportive. I mean yeah. once in a while if we go out to eat, I'll, I still – at restaurants, I really like – when you go to a nice restaurant, sometimes they do a really good salad. Yeah. Like a big salad, and they'll put all this good – and they'll have like cranberries in there and the walnuts and like a big piece of salmon, and, and they'll be like – Oh, you're getting a salad? I'm like, right. yeah. And they'll, it's like there's they'll a whole lobster like, on this salad. <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah, exactly. Or sh- or shrimp, and they get like a big heavy steak and potatoes and mm-hmm. two beers, and then they're like after like, oh, and I know they're gonna feel it the next day. Right. Um. So I'm just yeah, but I, people have been really supportive f- with me and on my mission, and I and I don't judge others. Like if you want to eat that and that makes you happy, yeah, you do you. Like I I don't like when people say, oh, you shouldn't be eating that. I would, if they ask me for my advice, I'll give it to them. But, um, you know, maybe they'll say, oh, you're not drinking. Cause I re- I hardly ever drink. I just don't yeah. like drinking. Um, yeah. once in a while I'll have a beer, but I don't drink wine. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people have been pretty supportive. And, and when someone hasn't seen me in like a year, they're like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. You don't realize you, and for some people who maybe 20, 30 pounds overweight, you don't realize it, you know? Right. And then I remember my pants were starting to get, I was getting up in waist size and my pants were getting tight. I'm like, are these pants shrinking? And I'm like, you know, you're, you're almost living in denial because it creeps up very slowly until all of a sudden you're like, oh man, something's wrong. Um, but it's, it's more about health than weight. If you start eating right and you're exercising, the scale is one indicator, but your pants and your clothes, the way they fit, that is really the indicator that you're you're getting fit and the weight comes off by itself. Yeah. Yeah, your shape starts to change first, usually before the the scale does anything. And then uh people are like, Oh my god, are my are my pants getting bigger? <laughs> you know, that's kind of the response at the beginning. Especially if you if especially if you're doing some strength training because yeah. maybe your weight automatically doesn't change, but your your body composition does, your percentage mm-hmm. does. So if mm-hmm. you go from 20% body fat to 18% body fat, but you're the same weight, your body does change. And all of a sudden your pant size goes down, even though your pounds didn't drop. The body fat percentage is really the thing. And that's when, but people always want, you know, they want the six pack abs, but to get six pack, six pack abs, you got to get your body fat under like 10%. If a yeah. guy, probably maybe 15% as a woman, um, which isn't that easy to do. Another thing people don't realize, I know I like to talk able, is that no, when, they see people, when they see people on the cover of, of men's health magazine and women's health and they're all ripped, I know a lot of those models, they diet for weeks and weeks and months and limit all their water and everything up to, up to that photo shoot. Yeah. They don't Before look like that. Before they're photoshopped. Oh yeah. They do not look like that. 24 hours a day, 365 days. You could find someone today, right now, I guarantee you, any men's health model right now on the street, tell them to take their shirt off. They will will not look like what they look like on the cover. Nope. They diet specifically for that photo shoot. Yep. And people think they look like that. Oh, get lean in six weeks. You're not, it's, it's unrealistic to have a look like that unless you're a professional fitness competitor. It's really, really, really hard. It takes a lot of dedication to get that. But if you're someone like uh, me, like, 
mid 40s, 50s coming up soon and you just want to feel better and you want to be, you know, keep a lean weight and have a healthy heart and have energy. Mm -hmm. Just 80 percent, baby. If I wanted to get lean like that, men's health, it's 99 percent. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then you can't have the popcorn. Then you can't. Right. It gets harder over time. You know, if you're coming up closer to your 50s, it's going to be harder than than your 40s and, and 30s and that sort of thing to get to those, you know, just like totally ripped type bodies that everyone's talking about. But but, you know, most of the women who I've talked to don't find that the most attractive. So you have to ask yourself, like, why is that the ideal? Is that really what should be our ideal as as a culture, as uh, as men or as women, I don't think it's not so. realistic. I don't think so. Yeah, if if those people who are there don't even look like that, then that's a problem. It's not realistic. And and think about how many times, as an adult. Now, I'm not talking about like a 20 year old dude who lives at the Jersey Shore and is out or Miami sure. Beach, and a, an average guy like you or I. Uh, I mean, how many times do I have my shirt off in front of other people? Yeah. In a year. I ha you know, at the beach or at the pool a handful of times. Mm -hmm. Most of the time you have your shirt on like it's <laughs> you're just not you don't have your shirt off a lot. Right. So anyway, unless you're that just, guy, unless you're that guy. And if you're that guy, have fun. <laughs> I've never been that guy. Uh, you know, keep your shirt on. Let's let's switch gears <laughs> a little bit because um, we're coming up on time. How did your kids react to uh, the way that you started eating when you when you changed your diet? Um, they've been eating, they've been eating even better with me. They like it. Cool. Uh, and it's funny. They, you know, when you're in it all day, you don't, you and your loved ones don't see the changes on a day to day basis. Right. But what they'll do is now when we look back at family picture from two, three years ago, they'd be like, wow, daddy, you were big. You look so different. They say <laughs> yeah. that a lot. You look they different They can say now. it now, right? Yeah. And now they say, oh, daddy, you really love salads, don't you? So it's, it's <laughs> been cool. Cute. And I'll tell you the best I'll tell you the best part of it um, was this inspiring me to create this new company, Rewind, and do this new bar. Yeah. And my kids love the bars. Really? My daughter, who's a competitive tennis player, she takes them to all her tennis matches, wow. gives them to her, all the tennis players. They all have them. That's like their routine now. My kids – Every morning they have the bars. They always take them with them to school. So the fact that they love the bars and they're proud of what their dad has built and building a company with, with integrity and they love the way it tastes. Uh, that was really surprising that kids love bars almost mm -hmm. as much as adults do. Uh, it's it's just cool to be able to share that with them. Like I, I am so friggin' blessed. Um, and we're ha and they love the whole 80s record stuff too. So double bumps. <laughs> yeah, just like eating fruit bars and listening to records. Um, but – your your bars, looking at the ingredients, are basically what fruit ro roll ups should have been in a perfect <laughs> world, right? Like, <laughs> it, fruit what fruit roll ups could have been if yeah if they had some greens and some almond butter. Exactly. It, you're you're I I actually never even thought of it like that. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're, thank you. But the problem is, if fruit roll ups created these, they'd have to charge you know three bucks a fruit roll up. Yeah. And right. and you know instead of two dollars for a box of ten or whatever it is, five bucks for a box of ten. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it is a little bit – unfortunately, it is a little bit more expensive for some of that stuff. But you always try to find ways to eat better. Like we just did a survey this morning of our of our entire list and um, asked, I asked people, where are you in your health? One to ten. Give yeah. me a number. Seven, eight. And then the other question is how come you're not at a ten? If you're not, why aren't you there? And one person uh, wrote, I'm on a fixed income and it's too expensive to eat well. But 
so we have to eat like fast food. But yeah. and I get it. But you know what? They, if you think about my lunch, what I said, a bowl of of lettuce. So you can buy mm-hmm. the big things for about five bucks, and you could probably have four or five salads oh, out yeah. of that. Yeah. So that's about a dollar salad, and a can of sardines is about two bucks. Right. So two dollars. So you're looking at about three dollars. So it's more expensive to go to the burger joint or Always. to go you – because know, when you go to the burger place and you get a burger and fries and a drink, you're looking at five, six, seven bucks. Yep. I'm talking $3 for a salad. So it's really not more expensive to eat. Well, you just have right. to be resourceful and you have to look and find and find the right thing. Go to Co- – I mean Costco or the whole – whatever big Sam's Club or something, you can sure. get big thing of spinach, like organic spinach, a huge mm-hmm. thing. For like yeah, like five bucks, and yeah. that could feed that could be lunch for the entire week. Yeah, or bachelor spinach, all that frozen stuff. It's just like giant two pounds of this organic stuff, just throw it in a smoothie or, or stir fry or whatever. Right. It's so much cheaper than eating out. It, it it really is, and and that's a biggie when you start to eat home versus eating out. Because yeah. even eating out things that you think are healthy are not. If you actually look at the caloric intake of of a salad, if you go to some of these. TGI Fridays, whatever those places are, right? You get a salad, you're like, oh, I'll have a salad. And then you'll see 1,500 calories for a salad. <laughs> should have gotten the cheesecake. <laughs> like, what the heck? Because they put croutons on right. it and, you know, fried noodles and all this stuff. And and they, you know, to make things taste good in restaurants, they put so much butter and so much salt on everything. Mm-hmm. So you're much better off Hidden sugar eating. too. Yeah. And so if you could eat at home or at least pack something with you. So just as we said earlier, Abel, just planning ahead. Yeah, uh, takes it takes all the pressure off. And if you could have something now, some people like to do intermittent fasting and I get it. And that, if that's your jam. Cool. I couldn't do it. I was freaking starving. All I did was walk <laughs> around like a freaking animal looking for food. I'm like, I'm so hungry. So I for me, the bar is good because I eat. It's 140 calories, seven grams of fiber. I walk out. I'm confident. I'm not going to be like a ravenous animal. This so is after from, your workout or before? No, I actually work out now. I've been working out a little bit later. So I okay. work out now. Usually sometimes 11 in the morning, sometimes not till three, four in the afternoon. It oh, just okay. depends. But I, cause what I found is that I am mentally the sharpest in the morning. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. So for me, even though the workout's only 20, 25 minutes, um, I don't want to waste that mental acuity, that mental sharpness on something that I could do in my sleep. So I've been way. booting the workout to later in the day and it, I, it's, it's better for my business and I still find time. It's only 20 minutes. And sometimes, sometimes I do the workout at night after I put my kids to sleep. Yeah. Well, especially when, when you can always tell yourself it's only 20 minutes, it makes it a lot easier to find a slot for it. Right. When you have that, that, you know, it's, it's only going to be 20 minutes. I know exactly what it's going to be. Um, I listen to an audio book, sometimes listen to a little Abel James, these soothing <laughs> vocal tones of the Abel James podcast. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and, and the fact I can do it at home so I don't have to spend 15 minutes going to a gym and showering and you know, all that stuff, just get it done. Um, it does, it takes so much pressure and stress off and that leads to sticking with it. Yeah, it does. It really does. I can't believe it, but we're, we're just about out of time. Oh, Ryan, no, before, we're getting start, this was only we're the just intro. getting warmed up. We'll this have to have intro, you back. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> we need to uh, tell people behind, about all of the corporations behind the scenes and the way the, the health industry really works. So we'll have to have you back about that. But before we go, uh, please tell folks what you're working on, what you're looking forward to and where they can find you. So you could find us. Uh, the, so the company's called Rewind. The URL is rewindtoday.com. And I do have a special coupon code for your listeners only. Now, again, full, dis- full disclosure, 
you do not receive commission on this. You're not getting paid to endorse this. Yeah. I even said to you, hey, I would love to give something special to your people. Can I do it? You said, absolutely, go ahead. So just buy anything in the store, stock up as many boxes as you want. Just go to the coupon area and type in FBM. That's Frank Bobby Monday. FBM. <laughs> uh, and hit apply, and it'll take, it'll take um, I think we set up 20% off your entire order. Nice. Uh, so it's just my way of giving back. Again, I know you don't receive any compensation. I didn't pay you to be on this show. We've known each other for a long time. Uh, and I, I would love for people to try it out. Go to rewindtoday.com. Right on. Ryan, thank you so much. Your perspective is is so unique. You have so much experience in places that very few people have ever seen. And uh, I, I really thank you for being so generous with, with your time and your knowledge. And uh, you're just a swell guy. We've known each other a while. And I, I really <laughs> like your perspective, not only to business, but to health and, and life in general. So kudos, kudos to you. And you're welcome back anytime. Well, well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, for having me on. And I, you know me, I'm a fan of what you do and how you how you show up every day in life and in business and in relationships and everything. And you're you're doing it. And I've always loved the fact you've done this and been in this world and led and done it with integrity, uh, which not a lot of people can say that. So I'm always going to support you and what you do. Thank you so much, Ryan. Really appreciate that. This episode is brought to you by Wild Superfoods and listeners like you. Whether you're looking to drop a few pounds, maximize performance for your next competition, or simply stay young and energetic, you need a name you can trust. That's why my wife Allison and I created Wild Superfoods. Our nutraceuticals and cutting-edge health supplements are literally the products we've been taking ourselves daily to upgrade our nutrition and optimize our health for the past three-plus years. And we're extremely excited to say Wild Superfoods is finally ready for you with much more to come. When you buy from Wild Superfoods, you're supporting a small family business, not a massive faceless corporation. We don't have any investors or stockholders to please, so our priority is you. We want to help you become as healthy as you possibly can be. Also, starting our own family company, it's kind of cool, has made it so we can create these shows for you without outside sponsors clouding our message of health. So if you believe in what we do, please check out Wild Superfoods. We think you'll dig it. And as a listener of Fat Burning Man, you can save over $80 on a one-time purchase or save over $128 when you select a subscribe and save option. Also, you can get free access with subscribe and save to our Fat Burning Tribe coaching and meal planning community. That place is awesome. I'll see you in there. It's usually at least $27 a month. So check out Subscribe and Save from Wild Superfoods if you want to get the tribe for free. We think you'll like it. So all you have to do is head on over to wildsuperfoods.com to order your very own health-boosting goodies for a big-time discount. One more time, that's wildsuperfoods.com. Thanks again for listening. Well, hey there, listener. This is Abel one more time, and I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode of the Fat-Burning Man Show. If you liked it, don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you might be listening to or watching this show right now. And if you have a second, please leave me a quick review for the Fat-Burning Man Show. I read every single one of them, and every time you leave a review, it gives us a little boost in the rankings, and that helps other people find this show. And if you can think of someone else who might enjoy and benefit from this free show, 
please take a second to share it with a friend or a family member. And if they're like, what is this fat burning man thing? That's a really silly name. You could be like, you're right, but here's the deal. We've recorded over 250 episodes of the Fat Burning Man Show with thought leaders in health from all over the world. And so far, we've won four awards, hitting number one in health in more than eight countries internationally. We have more than 30 million downloads already, but we're just getting started. I can't believe any of this, by the way, and couldn't do any of this without you. So thanks once again. But here's some more good news. You can download and listen to every single episode of the Fat Burning Man Show for free with zero outside advertisements, no outside sponsors, and no corporate overlords. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com. I'll give you a, a second here just to type it in. And you'll get all the show notes, transcripts, and video and audio versions for all the past episodes of the Fat Burning Man Show for free. Better yet, Enter your email at fatburningman.com, sign up for my newsletter, and I'll even send you a quick start guide so you can take your health into your own hands right now, along with a few of our ridiculously tasty recipes as a special thanks for signing up. Once again, just go to fatburningman.com right now, enter your best email to get your free goodies with a bonus surprise straight to your inbox. This is Abel James signing off. Thank you so much for listening once again. And have a great week.